Hello and welcome to another episode of the Weird, Wacky and Wonderful Stories podcast with your hosts, Shelley and Bella. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 54 of the Weird, Wacky and Wonderful Stories podcast. 54. 54. Today's your birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. You're 46. Oh man. Why did you have to actually say my age? Well, it gives people like an updated image of what you actually look like. So when they see your picture, say on the website or Facebook or whatever, they think, oh, he's so handsome. Now you're just gray. Handsome too, but grey. Thank you very much. I'm glad you kept the handsome in there. I well, appreciate no, I that. added the handsome. <laughs> but I am handsome. Yeah. And oh, that took you too long. The pause was was there. It was funny actually because when we went in to buy presents today for Father's Day, because I know Father's Day is different days in America, isn't it? But no. It's the same day, is it? Mother's, Mother's Day is different. Mother's Day is different. Right, I don't okay. know why, but. Yeah. Well, I was just buying Father's Day stuff for for my father, and you, because we got some alcohol. You said to the woman to ask me for ID, and she she didn't even sort of like entertain the idea. I know I was trying to like, you know, cheer you up, and I ain't even right. <laughs> she just looked at you like, yeah, all right. <laughs> okay, so today we haven't got a guest. It's just us two. Nobody loves us anymore. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> let's not actually say that. <laughs> it is actually the fact that. We wanted to take a break from some of the interviews because we have had listeners asking us, can we go back to doing stuff the way we used to? Yeah. So we're going to break it up a bit and occasionally we're going to do some of these. Yeah. They wanted you and the stupid sidekick, which is me. But hey, my hair is getting blonder by the day. I know. So you can only imagine, guys, what this podcast is going to turn out to be. I can own my stupid. You own it well. (laughs) And we're going to be doing this today on phobias and fears. So one of our phobias and fears, or one of Bella's phobias, well, I don't know phobia necessarily, but fear, is being in front of people, isn't it? And actually talking publicly and... Yes, I absolutely hate it. And people may think we're joking there because you actually do a podcast, but you really don't like it, do you? No, but nobody can see me. I know. It's just us two talking to each other, isn't it? With a microphone Mm. in front of us. And that's why this works. Yeah, it's all about being in public and knowing that I'm an idiot and everybody looking at me like I'm an idiot. But on here, they can just hit the delete button. Or you see, I'm the opposite because we were chatting about this earlier today, weren't we? And I'm happy to just go down the street and skip with my little girls when they were little girls, and people would be like, "The hell are you doing?" You well, know? I mean, I used to do stupid stuff with Bryce when he was little. And, yeah, you know, but I could blame it on him because he's little, so your stupidness can be forgiven. But not when you're by yourself. Yeah, I don't care anyway. Well, I know, but... I'm just happy to to do whatever. If I'm having fun, and if I'm not hurting anybody, then fuck you. Well, I told you at work the other day, I actually had to dance. And for anybody that knows me, I don't dance. (laughs) But I did it. I did it. I really... I was trying so hard to tap somebody else's shoulder at work and say, Oh, you know, so-and-so wants to dance, but... Nobody would help, so I had to do it. <laughs> no, that's good, though. I like that. 
Before we get into the show properly, I've got a favour to ask you guys, and it's not the usual, can you give us a review? Although if you'd like to, then we're not going to say no. But we were thinking it would be pretty cool because we get lots of people writing to us and messaging us and all that sort of stuff, which is absolutely great. And by the way, those of you that have, you'll already know, we do respond to each and every one of you. So if you do happen to get in touch with us, you will get a response. And it won't be from a producer or a researcher because it's just us. (laughs) Yeah, we're not that big yet. (laughs) Yeah, so it will just be us. And we probably never will be. No, exactly. But here's an interesting idea that I don't know is done on any other podcast. So this is your opportunity to get your little bit of airtime on our show. This is what I'm asking, or what we are asking. Record yourself on your phone, on your computer, whatever you want, and do an intro for us. I'm not talking about music or anything like that. You don't have to be able to play an instrument or anything like that, okay? Because we've got the music to the show, as you know. All we need you to do is do the vocal introduction. So it could be something just like, hi, my name's so-and-so from What's a Place. Welcome to the Weird, Wacky, Wonderful Stories podcast with Shelley and Bella. Something along that type of thing, but tell us who you are, where you're from, and then introduce us. Or get together, get drunk with your friends, and do some silly one. That would be cool too. Yeah, anything like that. Whatever you want, okay? Be careful. I know that we effing blind sometimes on the show. We don't tend to do that if we've got a guest with us. Only out of respect for the guest and trying to keep it serious for the guest. But when it's just us two on the show, we can do whatever. So if you do do a super rude one, then that's fine. But it will just be on a show that comes up with just us two. If you do another type of (laughs) family-friendly intro, then we can put that on any show with any guest. So you can send that in any file format, okay? So if you're doing it on Apple Voice Recorder or the Android one or MP3 or WAV, any of those file formats, just record it. As long as you can record your voice, as long as you can hear it, we'll try and make it work our end, okay? And no longer than a minute. Keep it to under a minute if you possibly can as well. Is it really called a WAV file? W-A-V, yeah, WAV for wave. yeah. Oh, right, and I always just called it a W-A-V file. (laughs) Well, okay, W-A-V, WAV, you know, potato, potato. No one in the UK, by the way, says potato or potato. But they do say tomato, Yes, but that's not a potato, is it? (laughs) When we were watching TV yesterday, I heard a girl call a cookie a kooky. (laughs) All right, well, she was up from north. I ate the kooky. I was like, the kooky what? She was up from, like, Newcastle, Middlesbrough, that sort of area. But yeah, that's what they say. And if you ever heard Liverpudlians will say rather than book, they'll say book. Have you ever heard that? Look at the book. No. You motherfucker. (laughs) So... Today, we're going to be talking about phobias and things that scare people. Yeah, like my wife scares me. I don't know As what the name I is for should. that. I, what's the name for scary wife, Bella? Bellaphobia. <laughs> Bellaphobia, yeah. That's going to be it now. People are going to say, oh, I got Bellaphobia. What's that? Scary wife. Is your wife's name Bella? No, but this woman that we listen to in the UK. Yeah, so do you know where the name phobia, by the way, comes from? No. Greek mythology. You've got Deimos and Phobos. They were the gods of fear, or fear personified. Deimos, I think, represented the kind of creeping terror, the the kind of terror of expectation. When you're watching a movie on TV, the tension starts to rise and you're thinking something might happen. That's the kind of personified fear that Deimos represented. Right. Okay. Phobos represented the panic. So something is now going to happen to you. 
And so it's the fear you feel in that instance. So or that, even necessarily that it isn't going to happen to you, but you think it's going to happen to you. Well, yeah, the example that is on the page that we actually looked this up says that it's where if the person in a movie, for instance, sees their partner killed and then something is then run into them, they've seen the death of their partner, now they are expecting their death. It's that raw fear something's going to happen. And so I guess that's why they took that one to be phobia and not deobia, demobia, something like that. Yes, yeah. we can accept no responsibility for any mispronunciations today because some of these things yeah. are 50 cent words. Phobias, by the way, can be broken down apparently into three categories. So the first are simple phobias and they can be triggered by objects or things like spiders, for instance. Okay, so that's that's the first type of phobia. Second, there's like agoraphobia and phobias that center around being in a situation right okay and then the third type of phobia is a social phobia it's in a social setting getting a fear or some fear created by a social setting okay well let's kick it off then go on then somnophobia somnophobia Hmm. how are you spelling that s-o-m-n-i-p-h-o-b-i-a this is also a spelling bee (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i've got no idea what that would be some so would that be something to do with sleep yeah ah cool go on in yeah it is also known as hypnophobia and it is the abnormal fear of falling asleep or sleeping so it makes people feel like they're losing control of their body so it freaks them out Oh, that must be a horrible... Uh, do you remember Nightmare on Elm Street? And yes. those people had fear of going to sleep because they thought Freddy Krueger was going to attack them in their sleep. And how those people drove themselves absolutely crazy don't just to stay asleep. awake. Don't fall asleep. Whatever yeah. you do, don't fall asleep. Yeah. So can you imagine what those people go through every day then? So basically what they do is they can give you some medicine to knock you out so you can sleep, but... It only masks, it doesn't treat, so they tend to say you have to have counselling as well to try to deal with it. Damn. Okay, well, I've got one. What do you reckon this is? Ablutophobia. A-B-L-U-T-O-phobia. Was it Popeye's fans being afraid of Bluto? Yes. No. No. <laughs> I was going to be all like, yes. <laughs> really? they got a phobia about Bluto from Popeye. Well, come on now. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so what is it then? Well... Blue? Afraid of the color blue? Some people have the fear of getting clean or bathing. Okay. See, now I'd be the opposite because I would just close my eyes and imagine all of the creepy little things crawling all over me that we can't see. I mean, but we have got hundreds of things crawling over us. I know. Shh. There might be a phobia about that too. (laughs) Well, people with phobias maybe shouldn't listen to this, should they? Can you imagine if you're like a hypochondriac with phobias? So someone tells you about a new fear, then all of a sudden you're scared of it? That would be horrible, wouldn't it? That would be horrible. If you do have any phobias, it'd be interesting to hear from you because although we're talking about them and we're being funny, it would also actually be interesting to hear from people that do have some phobias and how they manage or, you know, what the experience is actually like. Well, this ablutophobia, I know that, again, we said about initially when you hear it, you think, okay, so they're scared of bathing or whatever. But really, when you look at the bigger picture, they become isolated because no one wants to be around them because they fucking stink. Nice. Well, it's true. So they get loneliness, isolation. They get actual panic attacks when faced with like a shower or whatever. I wonder what they're like in the rain. 
If they're okay they, in they the rain. They moved to Australia. Yeah. If they're okay in the rain, you just, every time it rains, just squirt them with some kind of shower gel. <laughs> Push them out the door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just like us walking into town earlier with it peeing down. Okay. So I've got one. Half a phobia. Half a phobia. The fear of getting a small portion. <laughs> no, but that's a good one. This is a rare phobia. Which, I mean, to me, that sounds weird because there's 50 gazillion types of phobias. So this one is actually rare. And it is the fear of being touched. It's not just that you don't like people to hug you or something like that. It's that you actually do not like being touched. And it can actually make people feel ill and, you know, be sick. It increases their heart rate. I mean, like full-blown super anxiety times 100 or something. So Just from being touched? Yeah. They would absolutely die in Monmouth wouldn't they because Monmouth town because we're only a small town here when you're walking up through the sort of town center where all the shops are there's small pathways either side of the road when you're walking up through because not like in America America you have like malls don't you mm-hmm. in this country obviously you this a lot of it's just on these itty bitty little teeny streets yeah and so everyone is is trying to stay on the pavement or sidewalk Mm-hmm. so that people don't, you know, get run over by the cars going up and down the street. Yeah, like, you, you can't be offended if somebody rubs against you in town because you'd spend your whole, like, day pissed off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they would be screwed, wouldn't they? Yeah. Ergophobia. E-R-G-O-phobia. What do you reckon that is? Ergophobia. I don't know. It's a form of social anxiety. It's from the Greek word ergo, which means work. And it is a fear of work. Physical and non-physical work. Oh, hell, I've got a fear of work, too. But that's a whole other story. What's that again? Ergophobia? I'm sorry, I can't come in today. I have ergophobia. Yeah, that would work for me. Well, yeah, some people see it as laziness, obviously. But this is an actual fear. I mean, people do get stress, panic attacks, and all the rest of it through the thought of having to do some kind of work. That's not the same as somebody who just goes, I don't feel like it. No, but I wonder whether you would get, like, in this country, you get benefits for everything. I shouldn't even bother shouldn't even bother wondering because in this country you can get a benefit because this morning you woke up and fancied a benefit (laughs) okay heliophobia the fear of high-pitched voices no not even close the fear of being lighter than air no the fear of dna strands Or going to the doctor or going to the pharmacy because of the little double helix. Helix sign, yeah. No. It is actually somebody... The fear of the back of your foot. No, shush. It is the fear of the sun. (laughs) I would never have got that. No. That's why I decided to just tell you to shut up in nice terms. Okay, thanks. It's my birthday today, though. I don't care. (laughs) But yeah, people actually think like that it's harmless, but it actually can make people really ill with vitamin D deficiencies and, you know... But there's no excuse for vitamin um, D deficiency these days because you can get vitamin tablets. Nah, I have... I'm taking the little ampules. What are they called? Ampules, the little liquid yeah. thing you just snap the top off, and you know because it tastes like flipping. Yeah, and you get me to undo it. Frying all the time. oil, it's disgusting. I'm not afraid of the sun. I just I don't know why. The sun's afraid of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh shit! The moon's come out again. <laughs> it actually comes from the Greek word helio, which means sun. Okay. Not helium. Okay. Or helix. Or heal. This is a good one. Well, not a good one. There's a good one to try and say. Allodoxophobia. So it's A-double-L-O-D-O-X. A-phobia. 
Okay, allodoxophobia. What do you reckon that is? Some guy named Al doesn't like to dock his boat. How did you guess? <laughs> this is probably the most widely relevant phobia. It is a fear of opinions. It's considered a social phobia and it's derived from the Greek word for opinion, which is dox, and different, which is allo. And that was the fear of opinions. Fear of opinions. So is that like... Reddit. They would be scared shitless of Reddit. Well, no, but like if I asked you for your opinion on something... Well, you wouldn't if you had a phobia, would you? Well, no, but if you were giving me your opinion... Would it be the same sort of thing? Well, it doesn't say, but possibly. That would be horrible, wouldn't it? Because if you went, even if you went to eat somewhere and someone, you heard someone say, oh, this is beautiful, this food is lovely. Mm-hmm. That's an opinion, isn't it? Yeah. That must go on everywhere when you think about it. Yeah, but I wonder how someone would actually go out in the world. I mean, you've got people that are afraid to go outside and all that, but how can you live without, everybody has an opinion. That's what they say. They're like assholes. Everybody's got one mm. opinion. I wonder if the person that's scared of the opinions has opinions. Well, they have. They've got an opinion of being scared of opinions. Okay. Actually, do you know what phobophobia is? Fear of phobias? It is. It's a phobia of phobias. How the heck did you get there? Oh my God, I'm so scared. I'm going to have a phobia. Exactly. I used to have a real, real, real freaking aversion to spiders, which... If you've listened to previous podcasts of ours, we've mentioned my fear of spiders a time or two and situations that I've been in with the racket upstairs and scared to death and walking through the tree in our front yard and the spider. That was hysterical. It was not hysterical. For people who don't know, by the way, about that, (laughs) outside the front of our house, we have these two conifer trees and... Evergreens. Between... The trees is probably a gap of maybe about two or three feet. And Bella decided that rather than walking around the trees like everyone else who comes to the house or (laughs) leaves from the house does, she would go between the little gap. It was last summer or the summer before, and there was this big-ass garden spider. It was big. They're big. They've got big abdomens, and they are like spotted and all like this sort of stuff. Like joints and... Yeah, they, they're just... They're, they're not... You know, they're not a good-looking spider. They're not going to win any pageants, are they? No. But Bella decided this one morning that she was going to walk through this gap and this spider had made its nice little web between the two and was sitting right in the middle. And I'd seen it there for days and I thought, he's going to be catching some good flies there. <laughs> Because where he positioned it and how big that web was, he was probably, you know, he's probably going to open up a spider supermarket. Yeah, well, flies. you know. And Bella walked right through it, realised then as soon as she'd got through it what she just walked through, realised that this big-ass spider was probably <laughs> on us somewhere. And then we live on a main road, so we got all our traffic going in and out of Monmouth, coming past our house. And she is doing a dance. <laughs> I was going to take, I was getting ready to rip all my clothes off at first. I thought, no, I can't do that in the road. I ran up to the (laughs) shop at the end, ran up to a woman and I was like turning around. Do you see any spiders on me? Please, can you check and make sure I don't have any spiders on me? (laughs) But someone we know was driving past at the time and said to us, why was Bella dancing? (laughs) Actually thought that you were dancing out in the street. No, I, I probably looked like somebody that had been touched with a taser more than a dancer because yeah. I can't dance. We've already discussed. Anyway, I did grow a pair one day and held a tarantula 
in my hand. Her name was Rosie. (laughs) It was amazing. She was quite warm and and stuff. But if she would have twitched, I'd have been like freaking out. Well, you were holding her. And then you went, do you want to hold her? And I was like, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to. I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to hold a spider. (laughs) Well, she was holding my hand. She was big as my hand. She was as big as the palm of your hand. It was absolutely <laughs> nuts. And then I'm thinking, you expect me to hold your hand later on. It ain't fucking happening. <laughs> but you did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's only because I was scared of the spider. I was in my car yesterday. And while I was driving to work, I had this little tiny, we call them money spiders. But it's a little tiny baby spider that was crawling on me in the car. And so I wound down the window a little bit. And I put my finger up to the window and it sort of flew out. So I thought, oh, great. What? What's that called? Like when they jump out of an airplane? Jumping out of an airplane. He, he was like, yay. <laughs> yeah. 1,000, 2,000, 3,000. Pull. <laughs> anyway, so he went out the window. I'm sat in my car then at lunchtime, having my lunch. And another little money spider's crawling across my leg. So I flicked it off onto the floor. As soon as I'd flicked it off onto the floor, and I mean it had gone, I had one on my left arm. Yeah, it was its brother going, you just like, threw my sister out the window. Well, they they were triplets because the, the <laughs> other one went out the window earlier. This one went on the floor, which I flicked it. Then I had another one on me. And then 10 minutes later, I found another one. So there's obviously been a spider that's hatched eggs in my car. Wonderful. And there's loads of these little spiders potentially around there now. Which is fine while they're little. No, it's not. But I just don't want them getting old. So enjoy your birthday party. I'll stay here. Thank Mm -hmm. you. (laughs) Okay, how about a new one? Go on Oikophobia. Fear of pigs. That's what you would think, but no. What is it? This one actually sucks. It's like the fear of home. Of home? Yep. Yeah, I get that. You do not. (laughs) I get the fear of coming home sometimes. fear of home surroundings. (laughs) Can you imagine, like, going to work, and then at the end of work, you've got to go home, and you're scared to go home, like, really terrified to go home, even if you live by yourself, and it's your well, house, and you've got well, it then, all Well, then, do you know the out. way to get over that? Work from home. No, I got one. Get a cup, and a coat, and a piece of cardboard, and then your home is wherever you decide to stop. You'll never have to go home. Reminds me of the show The Littlest Hobo. You never saw that, did you? With a little the dog? Littlest Home. Littlest Hobo. Oh, Hobo. No. There's a better dog. It's really cool. That's not funny. I probably shouldn't say that. But what else could you do? You wouldn't... Well, if you don't leave home, then you won't get fear of coming back home, would you? But it isn't the fear of going back home. It is the fear of... Home. Home. It's bizarre. I wonder how these fears actually develop. I wonder what creates... But then again, I suppose if someone... We're getting dark now. But if someone was maybe abused in their home or something like that, and their fear is of going home because the abuser is there, I get that. Well, yeah, I understand that too. But but the thing is, it doesn't matter if you're... It's the building. It's the bricks and mortars. It's home. It's your home. Jeez. Shadowphobia? You just had, you just had a go. I want kiss, another go. Kiss my ombrophobia. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever, but kiss it anyway. What's ombrophobia? O m b r o phobia. Fear of gradient colors. No. You know, like the ombre hair. That's a. It's not. Ombre solaire. <laughs> I don't know Is what the what? hell you're talking about. <laughs> well, when you went to hair like that, I thought you were talking about beauty products like nah, ombre solaire. No, the, it's Ombre hair color, where it starts one color and it fades into another color as it gets closer to the end of your hair. Silly. Or a gradient pattern. How is that ombre? Isn't that like a word for like a Mexican? I don't 
just what does it mean? Well, this is different. It's ombra phobia. So it's O M B R O, not A M. It's the fear. Well, it comes from the Greek word ombro, which is rain. So it's the fear of rain. Oh, shit. If y'all got that here, you may as well just <laughs> yeah. give they, up. They got fear of home. <laughs> if, you're, if you're British and you live in the UK. God, forget about it. Okay. Shat. 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 Fear of my arsehole. Well, I'm afraid of that, but whatever. Um, <laughs> fear of Shelley's arsehole. How did you guess? It's. I think it's shatophobia. Shatophobia. How are you spelling the first bit? I'm not spelling it. They are, but it's C H A E T O. Oh, okay. So C H as in like chat. like chateau. I don't know. I don't know. Go on. Well, you got to guess. I don't know. Fear of cats. No. What? It is the fear of long, flowing hair. Um, and then fear some of ombre people, hair. Some, <laughs> yeah, some people are afraid of it if it's on someone. Some pe- and they're fine if it's. If I'd be more like, scared if there was a shitload of hair on the floor. Well, you can't even clean out a drain. No, I can't. Cause of hair. No, I can't. But you can't use <clears throat> this. <laughs> but you can't use this as an excuse. But it it also could be just um, people being afraid of. Just the hair on their bodies, normal hair. So you're afraid of their own hair, even? Wow. Why would you be afraid of your own hair? I mean, I appreciate that people don't necessarily like hair, and so will shave all over it, etc., etc. That's that's fair enough. But fear of your own hair, that's bizarre, isn't it? Yeah, I wouldn't want to live like that. And the thing is, if you were afraid of that, and say you like shaved your head so it was bald and whatever, and you even just tried to wear a wig... You'd be terrified of the wig, wouldn't you? Because a lot of wigs are made out of real hair. Yeah. Wouldn't have to spend much money on shampoo. Okay, this is an easy one. So I'm going to say this one quick and then we'll skip it. Chronophobia. Colors? No. Crone, C-R-H-O-N-O-phobia. Moving? No. I figured you'd get this straight away. This is your blonde coming out. No. Time, as in chronograph. Time. Ah, Chronological. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so it's it's a fear of time passing, okay, like me, because it's my birthday today. So I'm frightened of the fact that I am getting old. Although, I suppose if you're not getting old, you're dead. So it's, you know, it's a happy mm-hmm. trade-off. I'm, I'm happy know, to trade right? that bit off, yeah. I'm scared of dying. Well, well I'm I not technically are... scared of dying. I'm not scared to die. I'm scared that... However, it happens. So you're scared of be, dying. You're not scared well, no, of being dead. No, you're scared of dying. it's it's. If I knew that I would just go sleep and wake up the next day and be dead, well, you, well, then, that's not going to happen, is it? Well, you don't know. How there are you going to wake up the next wake morning up in and be heaven dead? Or, well, true, or, okay. or hell, which would probably be worse. But whatever. But I'm not scared probably of be dying. Worse. Probably be worse. Well, but, you know, Lucifer's I, pretty I, cool. I knew you were going to mention Lucifer. I knew you were going to mention <laughs> Lucifer. Let me tell you something. The real devil is not Tom Ellis. Okay? <laughs> My new man crush. I like him. Okay. I, I don't care That's about right. him. You're gonna have I don't care about him, like, as a person in real life. But You're going to have Lucifer. I, I love lo- Maze. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to meet... If you all have not seen Lucifer, Netflix, guys. It's amazing. Yeah, it's good. Anyway, no, but so I'm not afraid of death itself. I'm afraid of how you get there. Like, it would just be nice if you fell asleep 
and that was it. I think that, again, I appreciate what you're saying, and there's a lot of people that are scared of this, and a lot of people that this is their major phobia. Okay, so I get that. I don't think anyone is enthusiastic about the way they're going to die, you know, or thinking well, about yeah, the no, way they're going to die. but I am quite, quite obsessed with it right, in my okay. head. I see the actual being dead part as a quite an adventure actually I'm, it sounds really morbid or whatever and I'm not hoping to bring it on at any point but I am really looking forward to finding out what it is I don't think in my opinion there's like you can lose obviously unless you go to hell but then try and be you know a decent person and that's not going to happen so as long as and you're in control of that so I think I'm obviously not the best person to judge myself. I think I'm a fairly decent person, so I don't think I'm going to be going downstairs. So I think either way it's going to be good. Either there's nothingness, in which case I won't know about it anyway, and that's that, okay? Or it's going to be great fun. So yeah, Depending on where you go, Lucifer hands you a shovel and tells you to shovel coal, you're not going to be too awful thrilled. No, no, but I'm, that's what I'm saying. I don't think I'll be going down because I don't think I've hurt anybody to that degree or is that vanity though maybe but i'm not trying to be vain i'm just trying to say that i do try and live as a decent person i don't go out of my way to make life difficult for people oh don't worry spaceship's gonna come down and take you away anyway exactly exactly yeah yeah okay we'll just move on introducing alfie tutos turfington the inventor of the revolutionary new automatic grass cutting solution alfie Tell us about your invention. Well, good day, Matt. My revolutionary design allows you to have a lawn that is maintained with nothing but a few bucks and a little time on the weekend to set it up. All you need to do is install the two magnetic channels across the length of your garden, on the fence to the left of your lawn that you need to cut, and one on the right. Then you just simply load the specially made magnetic razors into the channel on the one side. Then stand back and switch the unit on as the polarity changes in the magnetic channels. The razor blades, they're thrown between the left and the right to cut your lawn. And they're safely captured on the other side by the other channel. Then, three minutes later, the polarity changes again and the razor blades fly to the other side. And they cut the grass and so on. The razor blades cut the grass as they fly through the air. Alfie, that really does sound fantastic. And surely there's some kind of safety mechanism in place, just in case you've got a dog or a cat or a bird lands in the garden. (laughs) Good question. No, it's not designed to be used around land-based animals or humans. But if you want to find out more or you want to buy the product, then just go to my website, www.cutmegrassnotmelegoff.com. This ad has been brought to you by Spoo Fads, the marketing service that brings you the products you can't live without or with. Lachnophobia. Lachnophobia. How are you spelling the first part of that? L-A-C-H-A-N-O. Don't know. Bryce has this and doesn't even know it. Fear of shaving. <laughs> no. Good one, but no, I'm sure there is one for that. He's going to be editing this now and he's mm-hmm. going to be saying, bitch. What does Bryce not like to eat? Anything green. Any vegetables. Yeah. The only vegetable he eats is carrots. Yeah. But it is the fear of... But, but not even cooked carrots. He, he has to have raw carrots. Yes. 
But it Although is, he did try um, a mushroom this morning. But that's not... Well, yeah, but that's not... In fact, we not, were discussing this this morning over breakfast, guys, because we went out for breakfast this morning. And I had a full English breakfast, which comes with black pudding, or some people may know it as blood pudding. And Bryce will not eat vegetables, but he will... eat congealed pig blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we were actually discussing it this morning, weren't we? Yeah. But anyway, so it is the fear of vegetables. The sight or the smell of them can actually make them really sick and it's crazy. Anyway, the advice is to take your vitamins. If you're if you're terrified of veggies, take your vitamins. I'm frightened of vegetarians. Why? They, they would never eat you or anything. I'm not scared of them eating me. I'm scared of them changing the world into being a place where we only grow vegetables. Although, saying that, actually, looking at this, all joking aside, they say that one of the major contributors to the global warming is cows. Yeah. And probably me. Yeah. And so I guess that if more of the world were vegetarian Because you're and fart, vegan, by the way. That was the connection between... You and the cows, but go ahead. Thank you for pointing that out. That's all yeah. right. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't be scared of vegetarians. Maybe we should actually <laughs> promote vegetarians. Yeah, be scared of the carnivores. <laughs> yeah. For many reasons. Mm. Global warming and then, of course, you know, like I don't want to be, you know, some lion's pizza one night. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Although I'm sure you probably wouldn't care about Well, that's dough. one of my phobias is big cats, definitely. Try and be kind when you guess this one. Okay. You mean if I guess this one? Because so far I haven't got any of them right, but no, whatever. No, I'm not saying if you guess it right. I'm saying try and be kind on your guesses. Okay? Phagophobia. P-H-A-G. Phagophobia. Fear of swallowing? How do you know that? Medical. <laughs> that really is. But I would have thought that was gagophobia. <laughs> so ha, I got one. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! Okay. So in some cases it can actually lead to massive weight loss and malnutrition. Mm. because of people's inability or perceived inability to swallow. Do you know what the Greek word phago, P-H-A-G-O, means? No. Eat. I should have figured that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. You still get the point. I got one in, one out of two ain't bad. That's 50. That's good odds. All right. Philophobia. This is so me. The fear of not being full after you've eaten. No. The fear that Philophobia. Is it with a PH? Yep. People. No, not really. Anyway, it is the fear of falling in love and or having close relationships with people. Okay, I don't know how to answer that. I'm just saying that is me. I'm Did just, you get scared about falling in love with me? Well, yeah, I was kind of scared. Because, Why? Well, because if you love somebody, that person, whether they know it or not, whether they want it or not, they have the power to hurt you more than anybody else. Yeah, I get that. You know, but I mean, obviously, they also have the power to make you happier than anyone else. But mm. it is scary when you're going into something and you're thinking, because I don't think that you can love somebody if you don't really put your guard down. But it is scary, too, at the same time. Yeah, I get that, I suppose. I'm just scared of you, full stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you should be. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Philadelphia, you know, the city back home, is actually called the city of brotherly love. And that is what that means. Or the Greek word, the Greek word, philia, which is the beginning of Philadelphia. It it actually means brotherly love, but also friendship or affection. Wow. So what about the cheese? 
Philadelphia cheese. Mm. Oh, I don't know. Good thought. They make yummy cheesecakes. Yeah, I know, but it's like we're eating brotherly love cheese. That doesn't sound very good. Ew. <laughs> I wonder if that's better than toe cheese. Oh. <laughs> Omphalophobia. So we're getting into the big words now. Omphalophobia. It's O-M-P-H-A-L-O phobia. I will give you... Fear of God? I will give you 2,000 guesses. (laughs) Okay. You give them to me, but I'll give them all back. What is it? It is the fear of belly buttons. Look, you never know what's inside a belly button if you think about it. Well, you can see it. I mean, if you're an Audi, it's fine. Well, I used to be able to see my belly button. Like, (laughs) If you're an Audi, it's all good. But if you're an innie and you're a deep innie, as some people are, you don't know what the hell is in there, do you? Well, it's not going to be anything major. It's not, oh, fuck, where my car key's gone. (laughs) Well, okay, but I'm just saying, you don't know what kind of crud, you know, like germs. I mean, a spider could have crawled in there for all you know in the middle of the night while you were sleeping. I remember when we first kind of got together, being absolutely astounded the fact that you used to get Q-tips and clean the inside of your belly button with Q-tips. Well, you gotta clean it. Yeah, but it kind of happens in the shower though, doesn't it? You just kind of like shower it out. You don't need to use Q-tips, do you? Okay, guys, how many people out there Use Q-tips and stuff to clean their belly buttons. (laughs) This goes back to that whole thing that was on Twitter not that long ago about do you wash your feet when you're in the shower? No, do you wash your legs when you're in the shower? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. And then then somebody else in there said, well, hang on. If if you don't wash your legs, does that mean you don't wash your feet? It's disgusting. Do you wash your legs? Please say you do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Water does it. Yeah, right. Okay, so you're one of the schools that all the water and soap runs down. Do you know what? I... I wash down to sort of my, I would say my ankles. I don't wash my feet in the shower. That's gross. Why not? Because I can't reach down that far. I'm six foot five. You try bending over in that cubicle. Oh, what is it? Altitude sickness when you dip down too too fast? No, the glass is in the way of my head when I'm trying to bend down that far. Then stick your foot in the bathtub and wash it off or something. But you don't need to because the shower does it. (laughs) That's disgusting. This this makes me see you in a whole new light. <laughs> when when you're looking down on the floor in the shower, right, and you've got a good lather going on, and then you shower yourself off, you see all the soapy water and suds in the bottom of the shower. That is caressing my feet, getting mm-hmm. them all smelling nice and lovely. Do I have smelly feet? Well. <laughs> Do I have smelly feet? Well, I don't know. No, I don't. <laughs> don't even go there. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, it doesn't matter because... I've got a what fear about, of... Wait, wait, um, wait, 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 wait. Since we're on the subject of cleanliness and stuff, why do people sometimes not ever use a washcloth? I can't figure out why somebody... Because you've got your hands. But your hands are not exfoliating you. They're just smearing this stuff all around. So you don't use a washcloth, neither. I, I don't in, in the uh, shower, uh, no. Uh, 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 <laughs> No, I don't in the well, shower. What do you, where, where do you use it? A freaking swimming pool? Well, I mean, what, why don't what? you use a loofah? Well, because I use one of them little net thingies. No, no, you little, should use little, a loofah. There's a people little, out there that say you should be loofahing. But, okay, so then what are flannels, as you all call them, for then? What'd they make them? Old people. Old people. For what? 
for washing because oh, they, right. their okay, hands okay. don't work anymore. Okay. Newsflash, you're 46 and you're a grandfather. So, hello, flannel. Mm-mm. Caress my butt. <laughs> <laughs> Turophobia. How are you spelling that? Because all I'm hearing is turophobia. T-U-R-O-phobia. Um, don't know. This is the fear of cheese. The fear of cheese. What, brotherly love cheese? <laughs> Toe cheese. <laughs> you said earlier that you were scared of the fact that the blue cheese is mold. Well, no, I didn't, like, I, was, I didn't say I was scared. You said I you were said scared I cannot of the think of about yeah. the fact that it is. Just like I cannot think when I'm eating mushroom that it's fungus because it just doesn't seem But it's normal. okay to think of the fact that you, when you're eating a burger that it's ground up several bits of animals goodness knows what parts of the animals that's okay is it no right because when i'm eating a burger i'm not sitting there thinking about molly moo cow neither but (laughs) 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 was that actually a character no i just made her up so yeah she's a character molly moo cow is our new mascot I think you should start doing children's stories <laughs> called Molly the Moo. Fuck knows what the children's stories would be like, wouldn't they? <laughs> Jeez, take that back. Fear of cheese. A lot of times I would see actual texture of the cheese. I don't know why it would be the texture because... Well, no, I get that. Some people are, are very texture-orientated when it comes to food, Yeah, I got food, a coconutophobia because I can't stand coconut Well, no, you just can't mouth. swallow coconut. That's what I mean. Because of the texture of it. But that's it's the weird. texture thing. But no, I suppose it's not weird. Because you know when you have like cereal and you get the bits in the milk at the bottom? Yeah, I can't eat that. Because I'm kind of expecting a nice smooth milk. And when you've got the little bits in there, it makes you cough. Anyway. Papaphobia. Spelled P-A-P-A phobia. The fear of daddies? Nope. Italian daddies? The, the what? Italian daddies? Yes. Yes. No. Yes. Just keep on the Italian route. Sausages? Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Why well, I mean, daddies have sausages? <laughs> I don't know what you got from Italian daddies to sausages. So I, don't, I just don't know the Italian way your mind sausage. works. sausage. I just don't know the way your <laughs> mind works anymore. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Fear of the... Pope. <laughs> it's the fear of the Pope. So, so when you said Italian, and I said stick with Italian, and then you said sausages, maybe his congregation is scared about papal sausages. But oh, jeez. He has yeah. sausage too. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So it's people that are afraid of the Pope, is it? People that are afraid of the Pope or papacy. Okay. Right, okay. But also closely related to that is hagiophobia. And that's the fear of saints and holy things. Neophobia. Uh, how are you spelling it? N-E-O. Phobia. Neophobia. Do you remember us scared having... Of, scared of new things. Yes, excellent. Can you remember when we had a discussion about what a neophyte was? Yes. Yes, that's how come you knew that. Because mm-hmm. I, you taught I, me. I instilled the wisdom. Mm-hmm. Trypophobia. T-R-Y-P-O-phobia. Trypophobia. Don't know. 
It is a fear of small groups of holes, bumps, or even circles. Belly buttons. <laughs> mm. And popes. They don't like... No, 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 no. They don't like sponges. Because there's a bunch of holes in sponges. Plants Be- that have like seeds. Swiss cheese. Like, yes, yeah, Swiss cheese. And so even, imagine if you had that even, and the fear of cheese, you'd be screwed. And even your own... Nostrils. Pores and, and stuff. Nostrils? Well, I don't know. It just says, no, not about nostrils. It's actually quite a common phobia, which really? I, I've not ever no. heard of that. And it's from the Greek word tripa, which means holes. See, now that makes sense to me because I would trip. You don't need a hole to trip. <laughs> True, but anyway. You are the most accident-prone person I've ever met. <laughs> me and Bryce were upstairs this morning, ladies and gentlemen, to suddenly hear... A scream from downstairs, and then Bella shut up. I just poked myself in the eye. <laughs> I do that a lot. As I a know of you fact. do. It's because I got big eyes. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. Um, descendophobia and ascendophobia. Oh, the fear of going up or down. Yeah, especially elevators. I was just going to say in a lift. I don't like lifts, elevators at all. No, I'll go in them if I have to, but it's if I have to. You wouldn't like the elevators at my work then, because every once in a while, one of them will suddenly go and jar, and your your feet will come off the floor. And I'm go not back worried down. about that. I quite like that feeling, but you don't like it because no, I don't when like we're it driving and we go over a slight incline through the country lanes here, Bella's I know, like he, <gasps> he goes down the road. And I'm going <sighs> crazy. It gives you that like butterfly suspended but that's cool. thing. No, it's not cool. It's not. But roller coasters, and that's that... not cool. I no. think it's cool. And you ride roller coasters a lot. No, no, but when we go somewhere, I do. Decidophobia. The fear of decisions, making decisions. Yes, that is exactly right. Enough of the phobias now. I asked you to do a test earlier on. So that we could do our fear archetypes. Right. Check the show notes if you want to do this yourself, because we will include it in the show notes for you. The test can be done online. Did you put your email address in at the end, by the way? Yes. You did, okay. I don't know whether you have to do that or not. I didn't try not putting it in. But I did immediately unsubscribe. All right, okay, fine. So. But you don't have to put it in it'll show it to you on the screen what do you think my fear archetype is i'm not sure not having control of something very very good i am apparently the procrastinator so here it says that i am a perfectionist who likes things to be done right yeah you'd agree with that that's you yeah your fear of making a mistake and having trouble pulling the trigger Definitely. You can spend too much time researching and planning. Yeah. You typically produce high quality work. Yeah, yeah. You tend to be well organized and you give great attention to detail. Yes. For me, I think it was pretty close. Yeah, I think that's actually pretty accurate. So what was yours? Guess. I don't know what the archetypes are, so I couldn't. Well, I am the outcast, believe it or not. Okay, 
I am very afraid of rejection. Yeah, I can see that. I often pass up meaningful personal relationships. Well, I think that's a good thing because you've got one with me. <laughs> yes, I do, but it took a long time. Yeah, but I, that wasn't all, all your fault. <laughs> you sometimes miss opportunities to foster valuable connections. Mm-hmm. You occasionally forfeit chances to collaborate. I would agree with that. You come across as fearless and unstoppable, but it's probably just a veneer. The fear of rejection lives beneath all that armor. You're afraid to trust others. You might also have a tendency to reject others before they do the same to you. That is exactly you. A couple other things it says. You fear rejection and often push people away in order to avoid being rejected first. But I can also... Be a very effective leader. I'm self-motivated and I'm persistent and willing to take risks. It's all good. It's true. Like I like to do it a is, good it job. It is true. But then when it, when I'm done doing the whole public thing and I go home and I shut my door, I want to be left alone. I'm perfectly happy with that. I don't mind. Mm. And we are complete opposites, really, when you think about it in that sort of sense, aren't you? Because I would be happy to sort of party yeah, and socialize and and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, and you're I you're happier doing that. I'm no, 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 fine. no, no. I don't want to do that. I'm just saying <laughs> that as a person, before we were together, that was kind of my thing. I'm out with my friends and all that sort of stuff. Us being different, that's probably why we work so well. True. Because you opposites attract, yeah, you, as Paula Abdul you, said. You help to bring out some things in me. And I helped to make me disorganized. Turn you down just a bit. Disorganized <laughs> my foot. <laughs> you're my unwashed foot uh, yeah exactly <laughs> ew okay so with that thought thank you very much for listening guys really do appreciate you spending time with us again i hope you enjoyed this show where it was just us this time and you know hopefully we'll bring you a few more of these as time goes on and try and keep some of our listeners happy who like to hear a little bit more about us rather than just we're the idiot brigade yeah <laughs> we get all the smart people to come talk to us <laughs> yeah and then we dumb it down again <laughs> So don't forget, you can get in touch if you want to via mail at weirdwackywonderful.co.uk. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us on there. You can go to our website, www.weirdwackywonderful.co.uk and learn a little bit more about us and listen to any of our episodes there, should you wish. You can subscribe on all of the usual places, iTunes or Apple Podcasts, as it's now called, and your Spotify and Stitcher and all of the other stuff. We're also now, by the way, on Google Podcasts. I didn't know whether you know that, Bella. We're actually now on there, so that's pretty cool. So, yeah, we are everywhere, I believe. So you have no excuse for not subscribing to the show. (laughs) Anyway, as always, please stay weird, Weird, wacky, wacky, and and wonderful. wonderful. And phobic. Yeah. Bye.